Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Health Conversations. Let's welcome our A-team guest, Ramesh Ramkumar, um, who is a leading health and wellness expert, inspirational speaker, certified colon therapist, philosopher, author of the best-selling book, Being Human, and a popular radio personality. Uh, Ramesh is also from an organization that really does help people from the reviews that I've seen to getting better, Being Human Detox Center. Thank you very much, Ramesh, for joining us. Good evening. Hi, Patricia. Good evening to you and the listeners. It's a pleasure to be on your program. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you very much uh, for agreeing to um, having this interview. I mean, for me, it was a cry out when I said, well, Ramesh, you know what? I'm just feeling tired. I I go to bed. I wake up. I'm feeling tired. There's something that's not in alignment with me, you know, personally. But I don't know what it is because I can't really say I'm sick. So this conversation is one that is very, very important to me, and I know a lot of people are feeling the same way. Why are people sick? Why do we feel sick? Yeah, fatigue and burnout is such a chronic uh, pandemic all on its own. I have people come to me all the time that say, I'm just too tired. I don't have enough energy to fulfill my tasks. I have children to take care of her husband. I have jobs, a job to attend to at the same time. And I have the cooking and everything else that goes with life. So there's not enough energy to go around to do all of these tasks. So with that comes headaches and backaches and diabetes and high blood pressure and medication that creates more sort of muzziness and and an inability to fulfill tasks. So really now more than ever before we're having to deal with an issue uh, regarding our health that's if we don't take care of it right now it seems like most people are just ready to keel over so in my experience over the last 30 years of trying to work out how best i could help people i started to wonder about how many problems there could be in this world and um, how we could solve those problems in order for us to attain the one thing that every human is trying to find, which is happiness. So ask anybody what they really want, and they're going to tell you, I want to be happy, I want to be full of energy, I want to enjoy this life before it's over. And really, if look around and see how many people truly are happy, you know, authentically from within themselves, they really truly are happy and not many. So um, I kept asking the question of myself, you know, how many problems are there in this world that I should be solving in order for me to be happy? And eventually I realized that the biggest disease on the planet actually is confusion, where one was saying this, another that, and a third one would come by and say, Don't worry about this to do this. And it was very confusing. And so I started to take it upon myself to refine and simplify information so that I could understand my own life a little better. And in doing that, and through my work, I started to help others as well. So if I asked a question like this, Patricia, how many problems do you think we have to solve in order to be happy? What would your answer be? 
Sure. Uh, I, I want you to take us through the answer because I don't want to mess up. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, but 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 why I say this is because I've already stated how I'm feeling, and I'm I'm presuming that other A teamers are feeling the same way. And if we need the help, and we clearly mm-hmm. clearly we don't have the answers. Okay, so you know, um, when I start investigating, I thought there's a countless number of problems that I have to really deal with. But upon refining information over the last thirty years, I can tell you that there's only three problems. And if there's, there's a fourth or more than that, I'd like to know what it might be. The first one is our health. The second one is our relationships. And the third one is our career or our money. So we want to look good and feel good. We wanna have loving relationships and we want to have loads of cash to enjoy it all. So if we refine information, and answer the question to myself, how many problems do I have to solve? Actually, there's only three or two or maybe none for somebody. But most of people's lives is spent on the third one, on their career, or trying to make a buck. And we've been shaped and chiseled and geared by the world that we live in from the time we are born to fit in like a little cog in the big wheel we will put our shoulders and push and push and push from morn till night. And someday this big wheel chews us up and spits us out as mirthless heaps called retirement age. And uh, really most people are sick by that time also. So um, many people are experts at their jobs. They spend 98% of their lifetime there with very little knowledge or time to deal with relationships and health. And really, when it comes to health, it might not be everything, but without it, everything else is nothing. So when I talk about health, then I try to simplify it as as far as possible so that even a lay person must be able to understand it in a few minutes. So um, if we think about our health, I'd like to draw the analogy to a motor car where it's just a mechanical machine. And in order for it to work, it needs petrol, which is produced in a laboratory with a formula that must be exact. So if you drove your car anywhere in the world, petrol is universal. You never have to question from one country to the other, is your petrol okay for my car? So you put your petrol in the car and you're driving along. Could you stop halfway to your destination, take an old rag and jam the exhaust pipe and then continue driving and get to your destination? The answer is no, because when you put in petrol, it takes it, the engine uses it to produce energy, which is life, so that car can move. And when it moves, there's a byproduct called waste, which must be thrown out on time, not next week or next year or next the following year, but immediately the waste has to be thrown out. And if it does get blocked, it will back up in the engine and the engine dies of its own toxic waste. It's called auto-intoxication or self-poisoning or suicide. Basically it's killing itself with its own poison. So that motor car is just a mechanical machine filled with pipes, tubes and a wiring system, but it is a copy of the design that the body is. The body is just a biological biochemical machine filled with pipes, tubes and a wiring system. For it to work, 
it needs the proper fuel, let's just call that petrol, and it needs to throw out all the waste on time. Now, the body is a little bit more complex than the car. It's composed of communities of living cells. There's over 50 trillion of these communities of living cells that make up the entire body. About 200 of these communities specialize to do different types of jobs, like a group of them can see, but they can't smell or taste or hear. But each of these microscopic organisms is a living entity like an ant that can run around, takes food, throws out dirt, and does its ant business. And similarly, these cells in our bodies are living organisms like that ant, but they don't scurry about. They're just there to do their job. All they need is the proper fuel to do their job and to throw out all the waste from that cell, which must be eliminated out of the body. Ramesh, please hold it there. I need to go to a quick break um, and then we'll be back with that analogy. A-teamers, please do interact with us if you've got questions around healing, holistic healing. Our guest is Ramesh Ramkumar. My girl is always complaining about me not being romantic. Teppo, we never go on dates. Teppo, you don't buy me flowers. So, I'm going all out this Valentine's month. Every Sunday, I'm bringing out the candles, the flowers, the movies. SABC One has got me covered with all the love movies every Sunday at 9 p.m. It's Love Unlocked this February on SABC One. Zansi for sure. If it's side-splitting laughter you're looking for, catch Despicable Me 1, 2 and 3 and many more. For your dose of weekly amusement, tune in to our Saturday movies at 4pm on SABC2. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10pm till midnight. Health Conversations. Well, in this conversation, we are talking why people get sick and how they can get holistic healing with Ramesh Ramkumar. Um, Ramesh, you were giving us an analogy around uh, the body and how it works. Yes, um, you know, it's each one of us live in this body, so it's a good idea to have a basic, simple understanding of how it works so we can manage it better in order for it not to get sick. So if we look at it as composed of these organisms called cells, then all we have to do to take care of our bodies to take care of our cells, actually. So these cells need proper nutrition and proper elimination of all the waste, just like the motor car. So what would be the nutrition for these cells? So if you can imagine um, each of these cells and um, they have to now divide. If we think about a cell, it's a very busy organism. It's very intelligent, very busy. According to science, each cell does over 100,000 things in any given moment. Now, that's very complex. And you want to help the cells do their work. So I would recommend we simplify that and help our cells do just two things. And if you can help them to do these two things, and actually, you'll be able to plan your future. For example, I am 66 this year. I have a 54-year plan to get to 120. Now, you may 
I shoot my arrows high and hope for the best. So far, so good. I live in a body that's biologically 25 and yet chronologically I am 66. So I have, I'm right now having the best times of my life. Although it wasn't always like that. I was sick as a dog and really a long list of ailments. So back to the story about the cells. Now, all we have to help them to do is just two things and you can plan your future. The first thing, help them to produce energy. The whole day, the whole night, they have to produce energy for themselves to be able to do their job. So give them what they need to make maximum energy so you can do life. The second thing you have to help the cells do properly is that each cells each cell divides and multiply to reproduce itself. So that process of mitosis means that old cells die and new ones are being born constantly. In any given moment, from the 50 billion or so cells that make the entire, 50 trillion or so, sorry, that make up the entire body, somewhere in your body, 5 million old cells just died and 5 million were born. It's called regeneration or rejuvenation to make new again. So we can chronologically age, but biologically we are constantly renewing ourselves. Now what we have to do then, help them by giving them what they need to make energy and then for them to divide and multiply in an environment that would be conducive for them to be born healthy. Now, if we just look at that scenario quickly and imagine a woman who has to give birth to a baby that goes to a hospital and the delivery room is really grimy, dirty, and there's flies and cockroaches all over the place and there's a little animal lying in the corner that they forgot to throw out and there's maggots crawling out of it and it's really the filthy place to be born in and a baby is being delivered there. What's the chances of an infection to the baby? I'd say 100%. So now every moment of your life, there's 5 million new babies being born internally in your body. These new cells, what is their environment? What is your inner hospital that should be the way it must be for, for these cells to be born into a healthy environment? So what is that? It's 20 liters of biochemical in your body. This biochemical surrounds each cell, hugs them, protects them. This is your immune system. If you can recall when the pandemic first started, they said, wash your hands, social distance, put a mask on, fortify your immune system and wait for a vaccine. So in my job, I ask every adult that comes here, there is your nose, there's your eyes, your ears, you can see specifically what those things are. Tell me what is your immune system that you should be fortifying in order not to be recycled by a virus. And not, not I think maybe one in about 500 knew it, but this fluid surrounds itself hugs them, protects them, it's your immune system. In there is your white blood cells, your killer cells that would protect that cell from invasion by a virus or any pathogen or antigen. But that fluid that surrounds each cell, 
And in fact, every cell is submerged in that fluid. If you made an incision on your hand right now, it's gonna pour out. There's 20 liters, it's like an ocean inside and your cells like little fish inside this ocean. Now that fluid, that 20 liters, there's a specific balance to it. Just like the petrol is exact for the car, this fluid on the pH scale measures 7.4. Meaning if you look at the scale at number one, to seven to 14, number one would be such a powerful acid that if that biochemical in your body was number one, you and you would just be a mass of um, seeping cells on the floor just withering away. So we wouldn't be alive if it was number one. Going up to seven, at number seven, it gets weaker and weaker. At number seven, it's neutral. You can bathe in it and you'd be quite happy. Seven to 14, it gets to be a stronger alkaline. So this fluid is 7.4, slightly alkaline. And if we have to say it's slightly soft, gentle, but sweet, as opposed to on the other side of the scale where it's harsh, bitter, sour, angry acid, this fluid is 7.4 exact. In other words, now we have petrol driving a petrol car. And that fluid then is perfect for every cell in your body. It's the right hospital for them to be born in. And this fluid then, this biochemical at 7.4 can provide everything that your cells need to do their 100,000 things. In particular, the two, make energy and divide and multiply in an environment that is absolutely right for them to be healthy. So when that fluid is 7.4 petrol driving petrol vehicle, your fluid would be absolutely powerful enough to hold white blood cells that are, that are your soldiers in your body to be extremely strong and any pathogen has no real chance to get in and enter that cell wall and start consuming the protein there because that's what's happening. Something wants to eat something else. But what if that fluid now fell below 7.4, the biochemical? What if, what if it became acidic? What if it was sour, bitter, angry acid and you're burning inside and you can't sleep well and you're tired? fatigue, irritable, angry, and the world's fighting one another because they can't help themselves from the way they feel. They've got diesel instead of petrol driving that vehicle of their soul on the freeway of their lives. And to boot, have you heard this word constipation? I don't know in Johannesburg, maybe it's such a relaxed place, nobody ever gets constipated. But I know here in Durban, it's very prevalent. But most people, have acid inside their body, in other words, diesel instead of petrol, and they have blocked exhaust systems, in other words, constipation, if not partially constipated. Many of them don't, many of them do not go to the loo for several days in a row. I've just had somebody from Mozambique arrive who hadn't been to the loo for three weeks. So, that's a blocked exhaust there for you. So, Ramesh, when, now we have a better understanding of why people are getting sick. It's, it's within our health. We are not taking care of our health. With that same analogy that you have given us, how can we ensure that we reverse this? Is it possible to reverse it? Can we get to optimal health? 
Well, that's what I do for the last 28 years. Of course, it's possible. It's the simplest thing in the world because all we have to do is to understand that analogy and know that now we have to ask a question. Firstly, what is it I do to make that 20 liters of biochemical? Because in the pet, in, in the car, the petrol is produced in a laboratory with a specific formula. So what is the formula to produce this 20 liters of biochemical that must service each and every cell in my body? So the answer to that I have worked out over the many years is that there's only four things every human being does everywhere in the world. So if you can imagine there's a mother nature or a creator or a God by whatever name you'd like to call this entity by, that says, go my children, bits of what it is that I am, come visit this earth plane. For that, you're gonna get the gift of a physical body. Inside those bodies, I will do everything for you. It will be so busy, you'll never be able to count how many things happen simultaneously inside. Even if it gets cut, it will know how to heal itself. All I want you to do to take care of that greatest gift I give you, the temple of the soul that you are, is just four things. You must eat, drink, breathe, and think according to cellular requirements. And the easy way for you to remember that is look at the, your lips, the bottom lip, number one, upper lip, number two, your nose, number three, and your forehead, number four. You must, number one, eat, number two, drink, your nose, breathe, and number four, think according to cellular requirements, says this amazing wisdom. Now, if you don't think for your body's sake, you're going to step in the street, the bus will run it over. Have you ever tried to stop breathing, or you don't drink, or you don't eat, that body is going to die. And these four things, my book, Being Human, shows how it is biologically actually the formula to produce your 20 liters of biochemical that surrounds it and hugs each and every cell. Now, if you went anywhere in the world, these four things is what every human does, whether we're from the north, south, east, west, black, white, blue, green, or come from Timbuktu, blood is universal, just like petrol is universal. Now, you say, okay, how, if that fluid then was, not, if the person didn't do these four things, biologically appropriately to produce your biochemical. Now that fluid has become acid. It's sour, bitter, angry inside. Now you've got 20 liters and it's accumulating, let's just say in your toes and your ankles and beneath your feet, it's burning. Acid causes inflammation. Inflammation is pain. Will you reach down to your toes and say, ah, I've got a terrible headache? No, that's ridiculous. Let's call it gout and in the knees at the hinge joint where the cartilage is in between the bones and it starts to eat the cartilage, the acid starts to eat the cartilage before the bone. Well, at that point, let's call it arthritis, not gout there, let's call it arthritis. And in the hips where the synovial fluid lubricates the ball and socket joint, and now it's becoming acidic and it starts to chip away at that and the sciatica nerve pain, referred pain running down the legs, um, but when it starts chipping away enough, then we'll do hip replacement. And then from there, the spine going up to the occipital area in the head. In between the vertebra, there are discs. And of course, if there's 
um, erosion dates, herniated disc or slip disc, but let's call that spondylosis. And in the neck, if the discs are eaten away by acid or, and uh, some deterioration hap happens there, that's called cervical spondylosis. And in the, in the shoulders, we call it frozen shoulder, tennis elbow, and then the fingers, the hinge joint again is called arthritis. And if it eats away enough at the, uh, at the cartilage and starts attacking the bone, let's call that osteoarthritis. And in the soft tissue, as the div cells divide and multiply in a dirty hospital, in a toxic environment, and the DNA of that cell starts to splits to become two in mitosis, there's a chemical variation that can take place sometimes because it's such a huge process to split into two. And when it's fed by toxic waste, this can start mutating into cancer cells. And today, cancer is as common as catching the flu. In fact, every moment of our lives, it's like 500 million, it's like 500 million rolls of the dice. Each time the cells divide and multiply. And if there's a toxic environment, there's a propensity for an abnormal cell. So um, if we got all this going on in our body, what's the answer? How do we deal with it? And obviously in a society that we live in, you know, we deal with it by pink pill for the head, blue pill for the gout, brain scans, x-rays, cuts here and cut there. So my solution is different though. If your car is not driving too well on the freeway, would you go paint it or service it? So my job is to service. So I'm just a service station. Well, I clean out the bodies. <laughs> Ramesh, unfortunately, we have to end it here because of time. Um, uh, however, yeah. it is very interesting that our own bodies can heal themselves if we do the right thing. How do people get in touch with you so they can get hold of your book? Um, they could WhatsApp. I think it's the easiest mode of communication nowadays. It's 083-523-8578. And uh, our website is www.beinghumansa.co.za. Thank you so very much, Ramesh, for joining us. Thank you for this opportunity. Much appreciated. Hello, Patty. Uh, you know, listening to your guest uh, brings to my mind the words, you're what you eat. You know, we got to be very careful with what we eat uh, because um, whatever it is that we ingest or we eat has to go down and be digested. So meaning that our digestion has to be in good shape as well. Uh, our gut has to be uh, in good shape. Because after this uh, digestion, there has to be an absorption of what we ate in the form of uh, nutrients. And after this absorption, there has to follow the uh, circulation, the circulation of the nutrients that have been absorbed into our system. And after this circulation, there's got to be an uh, assimilation of these uh, uh, nutrients or the the actual uh, uh, nutrition takes place, I would imagine, uh, in this fifth stage. And the most important 
uh, stage, although all of these stages are important, but the last stage has to be elimination. Our body also has to be effective in eliminating all the new, all the uh, toxins, I beg your pardon, or the waste material out of our body and uh, be effective in doing so. If our detoxification is very good and our body, I would imagine, would be healthy and we will feel healthy as well and we can even live a bit longer than what we would think of. Uh, thank you very much, Matibang. I really enjoy this uh, conversation.